Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local real estate agent for 20 years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be informed, savvy, real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. End of September... September 29th. I know. What happened to this Year month? 2022. Like, I don't know. It's fall. Like, I can't say I'm upset about it. The I mean, fall I season is here. I love, I mean, it's my favorite time of year. Same here. Yep. Just, um, it's my birthday. October month is coming up. So that's always fun. But that's not just because that's not the only reason why I like fall. But it's the cooler weather. Yep. It's the leaf changes. It's the, just the fresh, crisp air. It's football season. It's you name. It. You go down the list. It's it's all kinds of fun reasons of why I like fall. Oh yeah, I love fall, and I I think I might have said this earlier that I was hoping that this month went by fast. Yeah. So we're down to, um, of course, my son's in basic training right now. So we're down to two weeks out of seven and a half. So well, yeah. So it we're, has we're gone. getting close. It went, Good. I'm, I'm glad it went kind of fast. So and those phone calls, you just jump and answer him when he when he calls. They've, you're they've still, been you're not very sure. rare. Yeah. But I'm. St- we were supposed to get one this week, so uh-huh. my phone is right next to me. Okay. Um, I yeah. sat in a closing yesterday, and my phone kept dinging, but I was afraid to turn it off. Maybe he can be the first off. phone call into the show. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be <laughs> absolutely wonderful. There you go. Yeah. So, hey, hi, son. How are you doing? Haven't absolutely. talked to you in two weeks. Welcome to Iconic Talk. <laughs> oh well, you know it's it's interesting to think about the real estate world when it comes to fall. We've been talking about the changes in the market and making some predictions of hoping what September and October would look like. I feel like they're coming to fruition just a bit because we knew that the rates were going to change things, and they have. I still don't see it as a decline. I see it as a, just a flattening and back to a normal market. I have way more buyers than I have listers, sellers right now. The buyers are out there shopping, and they're they're seeing things. There's more, I guess, inventory, mm-hmm. but maybe they're being picky. You know, they have very individual tastes, and they're waiting for the right thing to pop up. So they're still right. not jumping on things. Well, that and and they have that that opportunity to stop and think because yeah. properties are sitting a little bit longer now. So That's it's not it that hurry up and rush, got to make a decision or somebody else is going to get it. Yeah. So that urgency is is kind of gone in the market, which is great for the buyers. Yes. And I feel like, so that to me is back to a normal market. And mm-hmm. I think that's that was the prediction that I was making back in the end of spring and summer, saying the fall is going to make us you know, realize, okay, where are we with the economy? Yeah, it's still... People are getting worried. They're getting concerned. From a real estate world, it's normal. Okay, like rates are a little bit higher now than they were they were a year ago. Yes, we have to realize that. <laughs> they're, right. They're not going to come back down. They're, it's going to. This is going to be the new normal. Um, yeah. Gas prices go up. The stock market is in flux. The, the election season is coming up right. in November. That always plays a factor too for people when it mm-hmm. comes to housing. And so. Not that there's like a, a lull or slowdown, but it's just a normal kind of season. Right. Um, if we can call it that. But when you think of buyers, it, it, you mentioned buyers are a little slower to make decisions right now. Mm-hmm. One of the, I have a couple of buyers who are in the very lower end, lower tier of a price point. We're talking just over $100,000. 
and just under $200,000. And I have people who, because of that, there is nothing for them. The, nope. the, the way that the market has shifted where the prices have gone up, those prices are not coming back down. Just like the interest rates mm-hmm. <laughs> have gone up, the housing prices aren't going to come back down to a hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollar price point. No, they are. They're they're not increasing like they were. We are seeing that change in um, price reductions. But no, I agree with you. They're not going to be coming back down. I mean, you say a hundred thousand, and my first yeah. thought is, I, I don't know of anything no. at all. No, regardless of condition. I want to say $125,000, was our buddy Marlon just uh, quoted this person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, yes, I want to help you out. But here's the reality. <laughs> it's not going to be in Winchester. It's not going to be in Frederick County. Maybe we can expand outside into a little bit of West Virginia or even Shenandoah County prices have right. dramatically con- gone up. A, a condo that I showed down there was 130, 135,000. Then you tack on HOAs, yes. and that's even above what this person was for. able to qualify for. So you think about well, what other options do people like that have who are just first-time home buyers? They want to get into a home. What do we do? I mean, as an agent, I'm always suggesting buy, buy, buy. Right. Buying is the best option. A mortgage payment still, even with these higher rates, are going to outweigh a rental payment. But if you're in that spot, you need a place to live. Renting is still going to be the best option and maybe your only option. Right. And for, so for a more short term while you are either maybe fixing something with credit yeah. or you're waiting to get a little bit more income, more money down. Who knows what the reasons might be? But, you know, obviously there is a there is a decent rental market. Yeah. yeah. And the rental market is insane, too. So today, let's take just a few minutes to talk about this rental process, because it's it's still still can be a little scary. You know, you, right? you, you don't know what to expect. You don't know where you're going and you're looking for a place and you have what's called applications out there and you're you see things on the internet you know people can market for a rental house anywhere these days you don't need an agent i mean we are agents we do help people list rentals please call us for that but people feel like hey i can do this myself and save a little bit of money that's fine i'm not gonna (laughs) right I'm, i'm not gonna just say oh no you have to use agents for this people can rent houses all the time well, by, there, yourself, by yourself. There, it's amazing because when you're looking for rentals, um, I don't even know what the percentage is. I'm thinking it's rather low, the amount of people that actually will use a realtor to list a rental property. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the majority of them, you can find them. I, I tell people, if you're not, if you can't find something that I might have sent you, there's mm-hmm. just not enough options. Drive around. Drive around. Look for, you know, for rent signs in signs, windows. Craigslist, Facebook. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of other sites, just mm-hmm. rent.com or uh, apartments.com or just going around town. Even the newspaper still, believe it or not, people are putting things in there also. I mean, so there's plenty of opportunities for you to go find something. But right. th- what's th- let's talk about the prospective tenant. So you're shopping. So let take my client, for example. Okay. There's nowhere that she can find a place to buy. She needs to live in a place What's the steps? What's the process? We need to go find a rental. Right. right? Correct. So here's what it, at least I suggest to people and chime in with and let's talk this through. My first suggestion is to have all of your ducks in a row as mm-hmm. best as possible. If you're just winging it 
and you start the shopping process too soon um, and you're not prepared, then the rental market now is still very hot where there are multiple applications coming in. So you could lose potentially a place because you don't have enough information to prepare to show a, persp- like a prospective landlord right. that you're going to be able to get into the place. So before you shop, talk to a financial person, talk to, fi- you know, figure out what you really want to spend and afford. See if you can buy something, you know, get, pre- right. get pre-approved, right? Get See yep. what does the loan process look like for you? And if that's not working, then the rental process happens. So when I say ducks in a row, I'm like, find an application, you know, connect with the realtor. Mm-hmm. Realtors can help you with this process too. We do this all the time. And this is what I suggest. Get your uh, rental application mostly filled out because that's going to tell you what the landlord is going to be looking for. Get yourself a credit score. If you don't know what your credit score is, go online to the free credit report sites or whatever and print one out. Get a PDF of that. Get your get your couple pay stubs. Like wherever you work, have that prepared and lined up. And even today, it still helps to have like a little letter. Be like, I'm, you know, here's oh, right. what I Explaining am. Your situation. Explain your situation. Mm-hmm. Because landlords can be a little fickle. And, you know, how can you sell yourself? Here are the two things that I tell people that you need to convince the landlord of. You will pay on time and you'll take good care of the place. That's all anybody cares about, right? right? And some landlords don't even care about that. But that's what I would be suggesting to any prospective tenant. I would also throw in there, make sure you're you're pretty much going to be asked for one month's rent. Yep. And, uh, and same thing with the security deposit will equal one month's rent. So you need to have money set aside for mm-hmm. at least, let's say, two months worth of your rent. Yep. And if you have any kind of pets... You're going to be marking that on the application. Some landlords are going to be asking for a pet deposit. So, yes, you'll have the one month's rent that you need to have saved up up front, the security deposit, and maybe like a pet deposit or any other kind of potential fees. There's application fees that people will be asking for. Um, So have – I mean, if your budget is $1,500 a month Mm – you better have at least $3,500 to $4,000 saved ready to go. And so that that's even scary, right? <laughs> right. Usually, I, I see what like usually two fifty for um, like a deposit. But, um, that's on the low end, two hundred fifty dollars mm-hmm. for a pet deposit. Yep. And then sometimes they can charge you an additional fifty dollars per pet per pet per month. Yep. So of course that's going to increase everything else. And application fees sometimes will be free, but they can range anywhere from fifty dollars to hundred and hundred fifty dollars per be- person per person mm-hmm. because they're going to be running reports. So be prepared that. Yes, the landlord is going to want to run a credit report, maybe a background check or security kind of check on right. each person. And so they charge you for that. Right. Each, each person over 18. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's looking at it from the tenant perspective. So, mm-hmm. again, just have your things prepared. So then when you are shopping and you find the place that you want, you have everything ready to go at your fingertips that you just can pull the trigger and you're not taking days on end to submit the things. Right, which just means someone else can come in and put their application in before you. Right, and so from the landlord perspective, again, all they care about is that you're convincing them on paper and through these reports that you're gonna pay on time that you will be taking good care of the place. So if a landlord is looking at applications, what are they really looking at? (laughs) What are they gonna choose, all right? Is it just simply credit score and credit score bust like you have to be 650 or above? Maybe, maybe not. Everybody's different. 
Mm, I agree. Right? So it's it's there's no rhyme or reason. There's no really template that we can tell you to predict of what somebody's going to want. So you just have to be prepared. And some of them are going to look at your your debt to income. So based on you know how much you owe for your car payment, your credit cards, because mm-hmm. that stuff you're going to have to put on your application. So total that up, mm-hmm. and then how much you make. What's that percentage? Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to want to make sure that you have you know money left over after you're done paying right. for food right. and all these other things to pay the most important yeah. part for them, and that's the rent. And and some landlords like to meet you. Some landlords don't care to meet you. Some landlords, I've even had a landlord that wanted to meet the pet before he let them move in. You know, so the, there's the, I, as a. <laughs> As a pet owner, that actually kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't know what kind of an animal. If this is an animal that's, you know, a little hyper and crazy, they're mm-hmm. going to scratch up your windowsills if it's a dog or cat yep. flooring. Yep. So that, that's interesting. So it's be prepared. And again, there's, I, I've said this so many times that there's no set template for this process. So as a prospective renter, a tenant looking to get your applications out there, be flexible. Mm-hmm. Be understand that like every agent who is representing a landlord or every landlord who does not even represent it is going to have their own opinions opinions on what they want submitted or what they want done. And so that's that seems a little scary and daunting too. But if you have your ducks in a row, and if you're personable, and if you do meet the landlord, just smile and be friendly and sell them on the fact that you're a good person, right? right. You know? Now, I will um, throw out there, too, a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people, think that they can only rent. Hmm. They've been renting mm-hmm. for so many years, and they think that there's no other option but renting, that they right. just they can't buy. They just right. know they can't, and that they've just determined that's it. It's not in the cards for me. I'll never own a home. I'm just going to keep renting. Um, that is not always the case. I always tell people that are even when they come to me and they're renting. If and not and obviously the case that you had, you have clients that yeah. are already qualified. Yeah. But there's just not any inventory for right. them. But most people that are coming to rent don't know whether they could buy or not. So I still recommend um, to my renters to talk to a lender, whether yeah, you're thinking absolutely. about doing it now or you maybe in three to five years want to buy. Yep. A really good lender is going to be able to set you up on a plan of the things that you can do to be able to purchase yep. in the future. And it doesn't cost you anything. No. So They love I, to help you. I always tell my renters, you know, let's go ahead and do that. That way you're prepared for whatever the future might be. And um, I had this really awesome situation, first time ever in 20 plus years, where I had somebody that came to me. They wanted to rent. And we were out looking for rental properties. And in the meantime, I talked to her and I said – you know, let's go ahead and get you in touch with a mortgage lender and let's mm-hmm. just see. Mm-hmm. She said, okay, fine. And then she called me, um, I don't know, 20 minutes later. And she's like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. I am qualified. <laughs> I can actually buy a house. I never thought, and she's in right. her in her mid 40s. She never yeah. thought she'd be able to buy yep. a house. Yep. So it was the first time I'd ever been showing rental properties and homes to purchase at the same, same time. time. Yeah. And she decided to buy and um, is absolutely ecstatic. In fact, you she were. She was great. Yep. Yep. You I loved her. her. Yeah. And, and so that's that's an interesting thought of just even if you're not qualified mm-hmm. to have a game plan of what would it take to get you into a purchasing kind of scenario. And that's where mortgage lenders and financial advisors can help you with that process. Right. Just to set you down a path of it might be a year program or a year and a half or two years. 
before you build your credit or pay down your expenses or do what you need to do or, to get that credit score or up. Or get to a place where you're comfortable also. Yeah. yeah but yeah. don't let fear, because I've, I've talked to too many renters that it's the fear that they're never going to be able to buy. It's not even so much they, the reality, but just that fear. So conquer that fear. Mm-hmm. We can you know reach out to a realtor. We can get you in touch with a lender that can help you on a game plan for your future if you do decide that you want yep. to buy down the road. Yep. But so- I, I think that's that's great advice because you, it, as an agent, yes, I'm biased, but everybody should own a home. I mean, we want to. You should. It's there's value in being a homeowner, right? And right. so, and it's an investment. A, yeah, and when you're a tenant, yeah, okay, it's it's home, but you don't own it, and it's home, but like if something breaks, you know, okay, I can call somebody to take care of it. And there's there's pros and cons to to owning a home, obviously, because things fix, you got to break it yourself. But or, there's or the, the other pride way around ownership. <laughs> yes, right, right. <laughs> other way around, exactly. You got it. Yeah, you're following. You know what I'm talking right. about, right? So um, let's let's go back to the rental process because we've set the groundwork for right. shopping. Now you find a place, you submit an application in the format that the landlord has asked. By the way, there are some really cool online applications now that even realtors are using that do the application process and credit and security background checks all at one time, and it's really easy. So just because you might have already filled out a piece of paper application doesn't mean you don't have to repeat that process if the landlord is asking you for that. Right, but then at least at that point, you've already found the information exactly. and you have it on a piece of paper That's that you can use as a reference point for yep. your filling out the other information. Yep. So now you get accepted. So now what? So again, there's no specific template rhyme or reason. Some landlords will ask you to fill out the lease right away. So there's the application paperwork, and then there's the actual lease right. of determining, okay, I'm going to be here for 12 months or 24 months or however long it's going to be. Filling out the lease, you're going to want to do a walkthrough, just like if you were purchasing a house, you do a walkthrough. And it's really to protect you, the tenant, because the landlord is going to be asking you for a security deposit that they're going to hold. It will be refundable at the end of the lease if the house looks the same. So you want to document what does the house look like now. It's kind of like renting a car. You go around, you kick the tires, and you look to see if there's any scratches or if the, you know, a a light's not working in the front headlights or something. You just you're looking for all those things. So you can't be blamed for it later, right? So when you walk through the house, some I've had plenty of people take pictures, document little scratches, dings here and there. Or, uh, you know, a faucet that might have little, like, drips coming out of it that doesn't close all the way. And the landlord's like, ah, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to fix that right now. Okay, well, let's document that. Because I didn't do it and I it wasn't working it. Right. before I moved in. So it's, it's for your protection. So you're going to want to do a walkthrough, document it. Us realtors have all the paperwork for that. So that's one of the benefits of using us to make sure that you're you're documented properly. And we'll save that paperwork for you. Right. Um, and then... Money exchanges hands. <laughs> we'll submit the, the security deposit, submit that one year, or that the first month's rent, um, if there's a pet deposit, and then you get a chance to move in. I mean, that's it's that simple. And, and it can be done within a matter of days. Yeah. I mean, it's not a long-term thing. It doesn't yep. take, you know, like when you're purchasing, it's not 45 to 60 days. Right. It could be, you know, you could put an application in on Monday, and you can be moving Let's in on move Friday. It in. Yep. So Let's address that, though. Okay, so from a... Landlord standpoint, if we are looking at applications, and let's say there's a couple of them, 
what's the criteria that we're going to use to choose an, uh, an application over another? I think the first and foremost is what's the job? What is the what kind of job does a tenant have? What is their salary? What's their credit score? What's their timing? Mm-hmm. Um, and and then are there any other underlying or extraneous situations that are going on? That's not a word. Anyway, situations it that are- It is today. It is today. Thank you. <laughs> going. What are things going on that like are causing them to rent and not buy? What's causing them to move out of their existing place and and looking to, to shop? So when you, <laughs> you triggered me when you said, we can do this in a couple of days. As a landlord, I'm a little leery of renters and applications coming to me who are in a panic, who are in a hurry, saying, hey, I need to move into some place real quick. Okay, why? I could see that. What is going on? Are you getting kicked out of your current place? Did you just break up with your boyfriend? <laughs> yes. Are you? Are did you just maybe lose your job for some reason? Now you can't afford the house that you're in, and you're getting foreclosed on. Or what are what are the situations going on that are causing you to be in such a, a really good hurry? point? And my personal preference I, as a previous landlord and somebody representing landlords is I want somebody who's proactive, who is thinking down the road, who knows hey, I'm going to need a house in a couple of months and I'm shopping several weeks in advance and I'm ready to move in end of November because I know that's when I'm going to be prepared. It's having your ducks in a row. It's showing that like you're organized and that you're, it's that, again, the proof that you're in a pay on time and take good care of the place. And so somebody who's super urgent, I'm a little leery of, you know? And so if you are urgent, sell your story of why, right. <laughs> why you're that urgent. Right. Um, I was just talking to one of our agents earlier this week who sent me a text. I'm like, I, I've got somebody who needs a rental by Friday. And I said, okay. I said, um, Mr. Agent, why are why is your client in such a hurry? Okay, they got their house under contract, and they now are looking to move before they are building their house. And they got to move quickly. I'm like, Okay, that's a good story. That, right, that's, that's that's probably one of the top stories. Somebody who's qualified, who's eligible, who's building a house, who needs a rental quickly, you know, over the next six to twelve months. That's a good story. A bad story is like what you just said. Yeah, <laughs> um, I broke up with my boyfriend. I hate him. I've got to move out, and now how am I going to pay for this? I just need to get a place. Or my current landlord's kicking me out. You know, he. He hates me. I hate him. Gurger, you know, I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna trash him and throw him under the bus, and I just need a better place. Okay, well, we need to be a little cautious of that. Right? Does that make sense? It, uh, completely. <laughs> and I, you know, I guess I am. I'll admit, I have done many rentals, but I don't do them regularly, mm-hmm. and that is not something that really crossed my mind. Yeah. But it's a very, very good point because. Yeah. It kind of got me thinking. So as, a, if, landlord, as a landlord, as definitely. a landlord, those are going to be the criteria. If I'm looking at multiple applications, or even if it's just the one, and somebody's coming to me, I'm going to try to fish through some of their stories of what's happening behind the scenes. That's not just in the black and white paperwork. So as a renter in that situation, be prepared that that landlord is going to really want you to explain why yeah. you're in such a hurry. Exactly. Yeah. Or don't don't get in a hurry. If you know you got 30 days, then start on day one, not on day 25. Because as a landlord, that's that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. As somebody who's not organized, who's not proactive, they're not going to be paying on time. They're going to be flying by the seat of their pants and, you know, 
paying bills and forgetting to pay bills or, you know, like right. moving in or moving out, or they're going to not be a good uh, tenant. Candidate yeah. or tenant, yeah. Exactly. So um, so once you have the lease drawn up, uh, life is good. I mean, you move in and you take good care of the place. What a typical lease is going to say is that as a tenant, you're in charge of cutting the grass, changing the light bulbs, changing filters, just taking good care of the place, cleaning utilities. it, utilities, you're definitely paying for those unless you negotiate differently. Um, but then the landlord's going to be in charge of the big ticket items, you know, like if a tree falls on the house and there's a roof leak, or if, uh, I don't know, dishwasher's broken down, you're going you're to be calling the landlord, or they might have a property manager. That does bring up a good point when you you mentioned the tree falling on the on the roof. <laughs> uh, that would be the uh, landlord's insurance. Yeah. But something that is imperative is as a renter, and I don't know if all renters do it, and they should. They should. Rental insurance, mm-hmm. because yes, the house is covered. Uh, it should be covered by the landlord because they're going to have to have uh, insurance on it. But everything in it that belongs yep. to the rent it, renter and the tenant is not going to be covered by their insurance. So yep. you need to make sure as a renter you get renter's insurance. And most leases require that in writing, and not everybody acknowledges it or enforces it. Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely worth doing because, yes, the it's owner not, of the house has their right. own insurance, but then as a tenant, you should have insurance as well. And I don't think it's very expensive, but it's no. just that protection that you know if something were to happen, your things mm-hmm. are protected. Yep, that's good. I mean, we've covered a lot. I think so. I think we're, we're, we we took the viewpoint of both the tenant and the landlord mm-hmm. here in this conversation. So, yeah, hopefully it helps you out and hopefully it just gives you an opportunity to um, to say, okay, if I am in that position, here's what we need to do. Or if you're looking, maybe this can help them help them out. Right. So this one kind of goes with our, our flipping episode that we did where yeah. either flipping or investing, mm-hmm. if you're choosing to invest and then you want to rent, this would go with that in terms of the process yeah. that you'd be looking to do. and. And also then for the the renters that are you know looking to move, start something out, um, move to, you know, find a new place while they're looking to build, yep, or yep. while they're waiting for, um, you know, your like your client situation for either Just homes to come down a little yeah. bit or them to be able to afford a little bit more. Yeah, and agents can help you out. So calls for any of those options. Again, I'm not dismissing that we won't and can't help you. It's just like you. There's so many other opportunities for you to do it yourself as a tenant or a landlord than there are in the purchasing process. There's just a little less paperwork. It's a little more uh, personalized, again, to whatever the landlord wants to get done and paperwork that he or she wants. So it's not as templated and not as complicated, but there's just some of these pitfalls to look out for. So hopefully this helped you out. Right. But well, cool. So let's just move on as we're wrapping up here for today. What are the upcoming local events? And I know there's a big one that's that's coming up. Yes. So I'm excited. This Friday yep. um, through Sunday is the Ravenwood Fair. And that is one of our own, Stacy Rao, one of our agents. Mm-hmm. And she was used to, she used to be our office manager. Her and her husband, they, they're big into this. One of the original founders of Ravenwood Fair. We support them. So it is an amazing experience. <laughs> and it's it the, keeps uh, growing every year. It's the, uh, it's a family-oriented medieval enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's at the fairgrounds, mm-hmm. um, Frederick County Fairgrounds. Yep. Um, there's also um, a free – it's the first annual nature festival in Lake Frederick. Um, they're cool. going to have um, wildlife presentations, kayak use, Smokey Bear is going to be there. Um, now, here's another drive through Apparently, this is becoming a weekly thing. Yep. <laughs> 
Yep. So if you could plan one meal a week just from our podcast here with drive through So you there's a, a beef and ham drive through dinner on Saturday from 3 to 6 at Gainesborough Volunteer Fire and Rescue. Um, it's $16 a meal. Yep. There's nice. also an evening of caring and sharing. It's a fundraiser for the Winchester area temporary shelter, which is Watts. Hmm. Um, yep. I'm not sure if anybody's what Watts is, is it provides overnight shelter for the homeless and yep. temperatures. I they think do. it's usually November through mid-March. And they bounce around from place to place of where they that do. is in mm-hmm. the community. Yeah, it's a great... My church would always do one week, mm-hmm. um, usually like the first or second week in March Yep, um, that they would help out with that. So that's going to be $50 on Saturday, October 1st from 5 to 10 at Bowling Green Country Club North. And then there's also Greenwood Fall Pancake Day that's going to be at the Greenwood Volunteer Fire and Rescue. $10 adults, $6 for kids. It's dine-in or carry-out on Sunday, the second from eight to one. Cool. A lot of food. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, of food. food. And you know, the the hurricane down in Florida, right. I, I mean, I just hope and pray that things go well with all the people down there. That rain is going to eventually be pushing up in our area, not anywhere near tropical storm kind of weather. But I think there might be some rain dates potentials here that for this weekend. Just to be on the lookout I, I do. for. It, they did put it in here at least for the uh, Lake Frederick. The rain date is yeah. going to be on Sunday, but I don't know if it's worse going to still be getting rain on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, it's, it's looking going to be a little sloppy. We but... uh, contemplated camping just for a brief moment, and then my husband reminded me of the weather that's coming. And Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, hurricane season. It's not good. So, yeah, thoughts and prayers for all the people in Florida right. going through it all. So. Um, well, we definitely hope that you learned something from today's episode. Thanks for joining us. You know, it's always neat to share these items with you, and we look forward to sharing more with you even next week. Remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And we appreciate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let we, me start that over appreciate. again. Appreciate. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And if you have a moment, we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share this podcast with your friends. Yep. Until next time, think iconic. <laughs>